What's going on, guys? I'm Alex. And I'm Steve. And this is Black Series Rebels, episode 65. Our show is officially a member of the American Association of Retired People. Is that what it is? I don't know. AARP, baby. AARP, baby. AARP, baby. <laughs> Cards in the mail. Cards in the mail, man. We are members. This show is officially a senior citizen on YouTube, which means it doesn't understand what all you young kids are doing. But you know what we are doing? We are a professional YouTube Star Wars talk show. And what should our audience do, Steve? They should subscribe to the channel. What else should they do, Steve? Mm, like this video. And what else should they do, Steve? Oh, definitely hit that little bell thing so There's that like you're notified bell. every time we upload a new video. Ding. It does this. It goes ding 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 ding. <laughs> you know, because we all know you guys don't get enough notifications in your life. So why no. not add us to that list? Like, it'll be like, CNN, the world is burning. Uh, Twitter, uh, your uncle liked your cat picture, and then uh, Black Series Rebel posted a way too long Star Wars content with a tangent. That's right, guys. We are a weekly YouTube Star Wars talk show. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, not a lot to talk about this week, but we're still going to do it, you We have some fun. We have some fun. We, 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 we make it over the hump that is the little bit of let's, news. Let's give, a, let's give we them go. A, a quick preview. You ready? Hey, Steve! Yeah, Alex! What's going on this week in Star Wars News? Hey, Steve! Yeah, Alex? What's going on this week in Star Wars News? Well, pal, it's gonna seem like I'm reporting the same news that I've reported for the last two weeks, but I swear to God, it's new. Is it new? It is new, but okay. yet it's old. However, it's official. It's officially old news. Mm. But it's officially old news that's official. Yeah. Like, this week, it became official. I am here to tell you, for the first time, it is official that Pedro Pascal <laughs> will be playing the titular role of The Mandalorian in Disney Plus's 2019 streaming Star Wars TV series, The... Mandalorian. Mandalorian. And he's got a hand-drawn Dave Filoni drawing of the Mandalorian. Yes, he does. Wow. It's official. Lucasfilm announced it. Should we have Peter now insert into the episode the, like, 45 minutes of content we have from the last four weeks of talking about this? Or should I just go, you confirmed him, you casted him, and now I squeezed his head like this. We got some other old The Pedro Pascal casting is the gift that keeps on giving. Oh, yeah. Because we get to keep reliving his head getting squashed like I a love grape it. It's my favorite. Game of Thrones. It's my favorite. Do you think he'll squash a stormtrooper's head? It would be great if, like on season seven of The Mandalorian, last episode, he's in a ruthless battle and Darth Vader picks him up and force squeezes his head and just goes, like a grape. <laughs> you know how, like, uh, Sean Bean <laughs> dies, like, in everything? Yes. This will be, Pedro Pascal gets his head popped like a grape in everything. Did, uh, did Pablo Escobar die getting his head popped like a grape? I don't know. I don't watch Narcos. I'll assume so. <laughs> What else you got? Well, uh, I can officially confirm Nick Nolte is I don't in want to, The Mandalorian. Wait, hold on, though. But I don't want to offend anyone out there who may or may not have had their head pop like a grape at some point. Just don't be insensitive, Alex. Okay. Just in case, in case somebody... Just, just, just in case you leave in the comments like, hey, man, not cool. My head was squashed like a grape. Just want to make sure. 
Cool. Continue. Continue. It's official. Nick Nolte is in The Mandalorian. Oh, good. Okay. It's official. Gina Carano is in okay. The Mandalorian. Great. Uh, it's Jason Ward just like, check, check, <laughs> check, 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 check. Hey, were you a big fan of uh, Breaking Bad? Me? Yeah. Yeah. What are your thoughts about uh, uh, Gus? Gus Fring? Gus Fring from Breaking Bad. I already know how he's going to die in The Mandalorian. <laughs> How's he going to die in The Mandalorian? So there's going to, you know, uh, like there's going to be a cantina alien. Yeah. In a in a little hover wheelchair with a little bell. Ding, 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 ding. And Gus Fring is going to come out of the cantina. <sighs> going to blow off side of his face. It's the end of that. All right, all right. They're well. all just, all these characters are going to die in which they've died in other variety of content. Well, it's true. Giancarlo Esposito from Breaking Bad. Carl Weathers is going to get beat up by Carl Schroeder. It's official. It's official. <laughs> Carl Weathers Carl is Carl Weathers in. is going to get beat up by Ivan Drago in a boxing match in The Mandalorian. <laughs> yes, it's official. Carl Weathers from Predator. Action Jackson, he's in it. We've also got, forgive me, please forgive me if I butcher this. I did not learn the pronunciation of this in Google pronunciation, but it looks like pronunciation. Omid, Omid. That's the worst word to Omid. mispronounce. Bro, it's the joke, Alex. <laughs> Amid Abati from American Gods. Do you watch American Gods? Uh uh-uh. uh. Do you watch American Gods? Is that a Neil Gaiman thing? Cisco's nodding his head like Cisco's he's really super stuck. excited. Like, do you know who he plays? I Okay, and I think that he also voiced the character of a Mandalorian or something in the Clone Wars. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, anyways, but... Which Favreau did, too, so maybe that's how they met. Maybe. Maybe Fav's like, I like that character. Maybe so. And then uh, we have German director Werner Herzog joining, <laughs> rounding out the cast of The Mandalorian. The icebergs are melting. The polar bears turn into seagulls and fly to land. Where a man fights a grizzly living alone with the grizzly bear in the cold winter. I'm Werner Herzog and this has been the birds, the bears, and the bergs. The yes. bergs, the birds, the bergs. Acclaimed German director Werner Herzog, Werner Herzog. has joined the cast of The Mandalorian. Uh, this was all in another press release. Mm -hmm. Your favorite things. That we know how does Werner Herzog dies in the Mandalorian. He gets mauled by a <laughs> grizzly, by, by a grizzly bear. Sorry, if Grizzly Man's watching him, sorry, that's actually kind of sad. Him and his wife got um, by a bear. But I mean, to be, can we just like, we're not a Grizzly Man commentary, but like, I've you never know, seen it. I feel like that's the ultimate example of not reading the terms and conditions. Like on Apple, where you're like, I agree to these terms and conditions. When you go live with grizzly bears, you are agreeing to the terms and conditions that they'll probably kill you. And he was like, I don't care. And look what happened. Sorry, grizzly man. Should have read those terms and conditions. I don't care. What are you going to do? Johnny Fav said in the press release, we're having a great time working you with You got really team. nervous like Grizzly Man's family watches this podcast. No, I just got nervous because I really want to join in the fun, but I never watched the Grizzly Man movie. It's great. I just it's know great. like it's, that he dies or something. In it's it now. great. It's just not or something. He dies. He dies. I don't think they play it. Do they but play like, it? They, the like does someone they like is videotaping it? Like he, they, he filmed it. So he just like was like Threw set it up. Was yes. like, okay, we're good. And would, like, I got it. Grizzly bears. And then one day, like, like, did this start off with him like like being loving and like yeah. snuggling no, they, with the bears? They all loved him and... except this one like winter. He goes up there, and this bear is basically just like I'm a hungry. punk. 
He's like, this bear's a jerk. I stay away from him, and then that bear eats him. Like, it's not funny. It's actually really brutal. But Werner Herzog directed it, and now he's starring in The Mandalorian. Spoiler alert did, if you... But did his, is his wife... He, get, he gets married. No, no, it's his girlfriend. His girlfriend, they go up and... They both It's get like it. the first time she goes up with him and they both get killed. He, he basically steps in to save her and he can't do it. It's a grizzly bear. Well, no, I'm not, I'm not doubting that. For yeah. me, my, the, the look on my face right now is the look of... We were doing so well talking about that's Star That's okay. It's fine. We, people love the tangents. They do. They love the tangents. We're known for the tangents. We're not talking about snacks for once. We're talking about, about life man. or death. Grizzly man. So God knows who's going to go out after watching this and rent Grizzly man. Don't. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe check Grizzly man. You're out. welcome, Werner. Yeah. But we're getting you sales. Two thoughts and I'll move on. One, I'm thinking he filmed this who found the footage and then was like mm, we're gonna turn this into a documentary we're gonna yeah. we're gonna teach people don't go into the forest and befriend bears but that's not really what it was I think he just knew of this story because this guy was pretty famous amongst okay. the nature community okay yeah okay moving okay, what on what else you got moving on I thought Anyways. you had another comment on that alright move on it's move not on. important and it's now I'm move just on. like yeah it's Peter will thing. you edit a grizzly bear Please. walking through the screen just yes, like like just, doing just, this just like wandering lost Maybe There's a grizzly a, bear. A chalupa or something. Yeah. I don't know. Anyways, John, John Favreau said that we're having a great time working with this incredibly talented group and excited for everyone to see what we're up to. And when I read this quote, all I could imagine was hearing you doing your... Ryan, Ryan, Johnson, <laughs> Ryan Johnson has done something with Star Wars that has never been done before. J.J. Abrams has brought it back. Practical effects. This is the... John Favreau's getting the train started. This is an amazing cast of actors working together on the first ever live action Star Wars TV show. Get ready for this press release every month until they've got something for us to look at. Am I wrong? No, you're yeah. not wrong. You're not wrong at all. Hey, Alex, how, uh, what do you think the security's like on the scripts for episode nine? Do you think it's just like the same security for episode eight and they're keeping it on a tight, you know, lock and key? Well, I mean, everybody knows they put the scripts on red paper. <laughs> like, not to throw people under the bus, but uh, a lot of girls in my acting class auditioned for Ray when they were casting that. And, uh, yeah, they had red paper. They just coached it in class. And I sat there going, oh, cool, Star Wars. So... This isn't really news to me. I've never auditioned for Star Wars, but I have a lot of friends who have. Well, the red, the red, uh, the red scripts—it's not uncommon. You can't you, copy. You, you it. can't really copy. It makes it hard. As someone who had to spend hours making scripts every Friday night on this red paper. Didn't you have to do um, red scripts for Jungle Book? I did. Yeah. Great thing was, I got to deliver Bill Murray his red script. And I know, I know the location in Los Angeles as to where you go to deliver said scripts. Taking that secret. To the grave. I'm working on a script called Flavortown. Oh, buddy. We're, we'll, we're we'll sending it, it there. Flavor. We'll get it there. No get problem. It it's all good. We're taking it there. Anyways, um, this is a practice that sort of began back in the day with Scream 2. The script got leaked out. It was all over the internet. This is sort of the beginning of movie punditry news leak nonsense. Um, so we have Scream 2 to blame for we the have Scream hell that we're living to, in? to blame. Okay. Yes, exactly. Okay. Anyways, Mark Hamill... Has not, apparently he's in Prague right now working on the History Channel drama Nightfall, 
And he was recently quoted in an interview regarding the script saying, no, nowadays it's like working for some secret deep state government organization, like being in the CIA. They're going to send rewrites over to Prague on this dark red paper that gives you a headache to read. Um, I yawned really big on, totally non-ironically through that. And I looked at the camera and I went, because <laughs> my economics teacher would always go, Mr. Backus. Like he would cover his mouth like, when you're going to yawn during my lectures. Cover your mouth. Cover your mouth. You go, excuse me. So Manners. Proper. So proper. So proper. Uh, Mark also talked about how, you know, back in the day, kids, you know, his, his, he'd get the script and his buddy would come over and be like, what you reading? Oh, this weird moot thing. Oh, can I read it? Next thing you know, it got passed around town. And I don't know, buddy. I feel like this is just a regurgitated story from episode eight. Or episode seven. <laughs> or maybe episode seven. The thing that I found most interesting is that he's in Prague and people are thinking he hasn't filmed anything yet for episode nine. Okay. I don't know, man. It's probably not true, but okay. I, yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. They've been filming since what? June? I feel like they've been filming for a long time. Maybe July? Yeah, they started in the summer for sure. Yeah, and I know that there's rumored... To be like two months of um, reshoots. Here, well, this will be easy. Uh, JJ's only tweeted once. Hey, I got a text from Jason Ward. Oh. Uh, Speaking of Jason Ward. Uh, hold on. JJ Abrams. Oh, that's right. When he started doing his communication. August 1st. August 1st was the first day of filming for episode 9. Oh, that's nice. So they've been going for like... He's, he's giving us info on the Kessel Toy Run. Oh, that's very nice of him. Which, by the way, if you haven't done the Kessel Toy Run, get on it. Get on it. Okay, I'm putting this back. This is very right. professional. This is... Hey, it's what I do, you know? Yeah. I'm the unprofessional one. Yeah. Uh, anyways, yeah, it, it's... It, we had a great episode last week with, with Mr. Lots Ken Napsoff. Yeah, we, we had lots, lots of, of good conversation, lots of good news to break down. This is not... I'm not trying to be... A jerk or like above it or arrogant this is not news to me no that the star wars episode 9 script is under lock and key yeah that's okay but hey in other news water is wet fire is, is hot and left, grizzly that's man right was and, killed and by don't go into the woods don't go into the woods. with grizzly bears. actually here's the thing here's what we can basically just assume okay Carl Weathers should not get into a boxing ring with Dolph Lundgren. Okay. Gus Fring from Breaking Bad should stay away any stay away from anybody with a diner bell attached to their wheelchair. Uh, Pedro Pascal. I hope he puts in some digging noises. Pedro Pascal in every movie has had his head squished like a grape. Grizzly Man <laughs> was killed by a grizzly man. I see the put a comma in there. And the episode nine script is on red paper. Is on red paper and is you know under lock and key. Under lock and key. Oh, and Mark Hamill is in Prague. Cool. Did you have any news about how George Lucas created a franchise called Star Wars? Or <laughs> no. Okay. Cool. No, but I do. Last little piece of news is last week we broke down, kind of discussed the new YouTube Star Wars Kids channel. Yeah. Uh, and the shorts that they're doing called Galaxies Galaxy of Adventures. Uh, they did just drop. I think like five more. Five little, or six. Five or six more little things. We got a 
uh, an Emperor one, we got a Chewie one, we got a Han one, we got a Leia one, and then we got uh, X-Wing Luke and the Death Star. Uh, you, myself, and Cisco uh, sat down for five minutes and watched them. After Christmas gifts. After Christmas gifts, which was epic. Um, thank you, Vintage Toy Division. Thank you, Vintage Toy Division. Um, we, I think the consensus was is these were all a lot better than last week's, or the, the, the prior week's. I thought next to all of them were as good, if not better, than the Vader hallway one. The only one I was a little indifferent on was the Emperor, and it was still pretty good. The one that I actually was a little indifferent on, and... and Be ready. What are we we're indifferent on? I wasn't that impressed with the Leia one. Oh, I liked the Leia one. It was cool. Really? I felt like they... I like it. Can I tell you why I like it? Yes. Because... It added a little bit of adventure that we just now can assume was happening that wasn't right there. Because, like, that that whole sequence really is, like, she puts the thing in R2, gets blasted in the back, and then she's in handcuffs. I kind of like that she was, like, dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun, like, fighting for a little bit, like, doing her, like, being that rebel and then gets caught. I like that a little bit better. I, the only thing I don't like is the smirk. As if she got the best of Vader by just getting those droids out in time while her whole crew is being slaughtered. I don't think that's... See, I didn't read it that way. And I had a problem with the smirk. But the problem I had with the smirk was is I interpreted it as, just you wait, you have not seen the plan that I have hatched that's going to take place in regards to... Yeah, I think... Yeah. Well, not not the the stolen plan so much, but I, I, I... it was almost like even though she didn't know Han or Luke or anyone, she knew that like some plan oh, was that, going to happen. And... I think I honestly think you're putting. Yeah, that that's on me. It. I'm, I'm putting. Yeah. That on it. for me, it was, the, the reason I, I and I, that's not. I didn't like it because of the smirk, and I and I enjoyed it. To me, even though these are very short, that one seemed the shortest to me and just like cut off. Whereas, like, I liked what they did. Like for me, my favorite one was the chewy one. I think, and I thought it was. Oh, really mine's the Han one. and the Han one. I think it's really great how they sort of. Um, they take all these moments and they kind of... Describe a character. They, they describe a character, but they take these moments and they it's not in like a linear timeline and it just sort of... I don't know. And I felt like they didn't really do that with um, the Leia ones. Like I really enjoyed how the Wookiee one was like... Yeah, the Leia one, to be fair, the Leia one for me is different. The Leia one is like the Vader in the hallway. The okay. Vader hallway one isn't explaining Darth Vader, Lord of the Sith, was Anakin Skywalker, and now is this thing. It is just like... This is a moment. This is the moment where Leia, like, like okay. Vader boarded okay. her ship. You're right. Okay. They're, 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 they have two different types of these things. Okay. They have the little vignette, which is like a little scene from Star Wars, and then they have the ones that you seem to be really gravitating toward, which is like, this is why you let the Wookiee win. This is why Han Solo is awesome. Yeah. This is what the Emperor did. Like, they think they're two different kinds. So, like that, I think that's just resonating with you more. But I was, I, I don't think it's fair. To do the Leia one and compare it to the Han one because okay. the Han one is awesome because it's like Han Solo, Captain Millennium Falcon. I did the Kessel Run, then they show you the Kessel Run. Yeah, they show you like nine things. Yeah, they're just showing you the vignette, that little, that little moment. moment with Leia. All right, all right, you're right, you're right. I win. Cisco's right. Alex is right. You guys win. Pete, put a score up. They won. Alex won. Steve zero. <clears throat> Are you gonna be okay? I don't want you to like be bummed out i'm totally fine okay cool i'm good cisco's coughing he's crying please don't die it's gonna be okay cisco's literally choking i'll just tweet i'll just tweet my grievances at you later pal
Okay. <laughs> I can put up with it. I think I've been, I've been through a lot. Been through a lot. It's all right, pal. That's all I got for you for news this week, buddy. Hey, it's you w- just kind of... Hey, award season's coming up. There's the Oscars. There's the Oscars. The Golden Globes. <laughs> yeah. SAG Awards. Oh, they're boring this year. We can say that because we're members. I'm a member. I'm a professional actor and broadcaster. A professional actor and broadcaster with a SAG card. Don't zoom in on this, Oh, you've got it in your pocket? Of course I do. Look at you, dog. Don't zoom in, Cisco. I don't want them to see my SAG number. Man, what do I cover it. Cover it right now. Alex Backus, actor, performer, expires 430. 2019 member since 2007 profesh so i was just saying that we talk about the sag awards however uh there was a the most important awards of the year it's true there was the most important awards of the year the star wars fan awards and we thought it would be fun to do a little community spotlight so with that being said let's take it to Community community spotlight This week on Community Spotlight, we are spotlighting the Star Wars Fan Award winners. And we're always saying, stop complaining and make stuff. And what did these fans do, Steve? They made shit. They made shit. Good good shit. And they stopped complaining. Yes. And I'll tell you what, man, listen, I'll be the first to admit, if you told me, Alex... I want you to watch a bunch of fan-made submitted videos for the Star Wars Fan Awards. You have to watch them. I'm like, oh, okay. (laughs) I'm just going to be honest. I think we both were kind of like, this could be bad. Yeah, we were like... Just just because we've sat through bad film festivals. I've made... We've made and been in bad... I've made, you know... Way some bad stuff. Bad stuff. Bad stuff. Real bad. The thing I sold to Disney is kind of bad when I go back and watch it now. Actually, no, it's pretty, pretty cool. It's pretty that's good. pretty good. Tell me to. That's pretty good. Hey, sold that's to Disney. That's pretty good. Hey. But <laughs> it's creative people like yes. that yes. who get inspired, who go out, who spend their hard-earned dollars, and they create and they make. And yes, and all of this stuff turned out really great i was really impressed yeah and we were jokingly saying like wouldn't it be funny if we treated these fan films the way star wars fans treat the star wars films no we're not gonna do it because these are all great these are great they're actually really really great look the first and i don't mean actually like ironically i mean they're really good they're smart yeah they're smart they're really well done the first one uh, let's talk about some of the long video winners. First up, we've got More Machine Than Man. Yes, and this, this is a funny, like, Obi-Wan Kenobi vid. Yeah, this one's done by Mark G. This one won uh, Filmmaker Select. Uh, it's basically Obi-Wan finally explains to Luke why he calls Darth Vader more machine than man. And boy, was I not expecting to get the chuckles I got out Dude, of this one. we were laughing really hard in the in the break room outside yeah, like the when, it, when I first hit play, I was like, oh, no. Like they're it's Luke and and Obi and it's it's well you always and then get, it just like the first joke lands and right away I'm into super it super funny it yeah. was really funny and also it's Alec Rubin's favorite line he's more machine now than man twisted and evil and it just I thought it was really funny really clever really well done it had a very British farce kind of quality yeah. to it very much reminded me of like 
Gervais, Mighty Boosh, a little Monty Python, little not bit, quite yeah. as absurd, but really kind of like just commenting on how bizarre that whole conversation really is. I thought it was really, really well done. Yeah, I thought it was really well done. It's two people sitting on a log chatting. Yes. Like there is some little bit of a special effect done to it, but at the end of the day, it's the two characters and the writing that make this particular submission and winner as great as it really yeah, was. Yeah, this is actually, this is well-deserving of yeah. comedy long form. Because it was really good. Uh, next up, we've got the winner of the Audience Choice Awards. This one's called Like My Father Before Me, A Star Wars Story by Jack C. Uh, this one is about three grandparents in their sunset years as they pass on their legacy of the Force to a new generation, but not before making one last journey to a galaxy far, far away. Yeah, you know, it's funny. When you read the description, like, I think the description helps the short. Yes. Yeah, the, the short is, it really is that. It's a, We always talk about how Star Wars is generational. It, it's passed down. This one was lovely. I will tell you, the, the mall costume in that is crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> it's like crazy. He's huge. It look, he's got his robot legs. He's looking tall. Like, he looks like he could play for the Detroit Pistons. Like, yeah. he's huge. I thought this one was, again, really fun. They... You could definitely tell, like these are in the these folks are in the cosplay community. Yes, got some real working droids, real Jedi outfits. Maul looked insanely good. This was again another really fun one, and I like this one. The first one was a really solid sketch. This one has more of a narrative that you follow, and I yeah. thought it was and lots of little cute nods, like you know, I've got a bad feeling about this. Like, they do a lot of really great quotes from Star Wars. I thought it was fun. Yeah, I thought it was really cool. I really thought that the, um, I thought it was really kind of special, the the, the 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 sort of the generations thing with the grandparents and then yeah. the grandchildren and sort of the passing of it on. And then they had, like, some of their vintage figure toys with the little kid and yeah. certain things like that. There, there was definitely some really cool um, uh, attention to detail that I thought they did a really great job with. Yeah. Um, we didn't watch... Does it say where they're from? Uh, you know, if you go to the StarWars.com and you click on the 2018 Star Wars Fan Awards winners, um, they have the video and they have a short little, um, like bio. little bio interviews with cool. every, all of the winners. So I'm just um, I'm curious to see which of them live in L.A. and might work in the industry. Yeah, I mean, I... I I didn't read those. I no, that's okay. Them, but, hey, we watched. We um, did our homework. We'll get there. We did not watch this one. This one actually won um, Best Animation. It's called The Kessel Run. Um, and it's described. It's by Brian W. And it's described as, at long last, the true story of how the Kessel Run occurred. So I think we're going to need to check that one out a little bit later. Okay. After the show. Okay. Um, but I know I saw one animated one that was like Vader on a pad of paper. And it's just like, it's animated and it's basically just like, all right, Darth, get the line out. Luke, I am your father. No, 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 the line is just, no, I am your father. Okay, can do, can do. <laughs> Luke, I am your father. No, I don't know how many times I tell you. The line is just, no, I am your... It's actually really funny. <laughs> that was great. Um, this one we did watch. This one has our buddy, uh, Sal, Sal Music. Sal yeah. Music. I always say Sal. It's Sal Music. Uh, it might he, be Saul. I say Saul because my uncle's name's Saul. Yeah, he's, uh, this one's called Exile, a Star Wars fan film by Noel B. Uh, this one won Best Choreography. Yeah. Uh, it's described as Jedi around the galaxy are being viciously hunted and killed by the evil galactic empire. Aware of the imminent danger, Jedi Master Bomana Tora and her Padawan Makal Lori flee to the Outer Rim systems close to the planet of Lothal. Uh, this one is 
This one's shot really well. Yeah, 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 yeah. This yeah. one's the, got like, really good use of choreography and visual effects. Whoever, because sh- we know he's from Anaheim. Anaheim. My guess would be is they got a real person, like not a, I don't mean real persons in like a professional. I just mean whoever was moving that camera, they had a a steady rig. Like it, and yeah, it was shot. They spent and, like, some money. They spent some money because it looks really good. The choreography is insane, especially in that first half. It's kind of split into two halves. The second half is more of the narrative. But mm-hmm. the the part that really struck me in this was how awesome, which is that the half featuring Sal is just. It sort of has the the opening part that features Sal. It sort of has the the tension and the pacing of like the opening of a Star Wars battle scene or something in a movie, and it, then it and reminds then it, me we, we slow down into the more core of I guess the the narrative. Yeah, I just you know it was so good that I wanted Act Three. Yeah, do you know what I mean? It was so good I needed Act Three. So if you're out there, Sal music, I need Act Three. I'm a little frustrated that I don't have Act Three. So. I'm going to tweet you for a trailer, and I'm going to bother you about whether or not the script is on red paper. Uh, that one also won winner of Best Visual Effects. Yeah, it deserved it. Th- yes. This one was like, you know, it's so funny. Like, I think these can go two ways to make them super successful, right? When I'm writing or making my short films, it's like either something really short and simple or with a lot of flourishes. And mm-hmm. that one was flourish, whereas the other two were... Like I think the 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 old folks home one that one was a little bit of both. Yes. And then the first one is just like two characters making jokes. So do you think these run a good gamut of just kind of seeing what fans are passionate? And also, what I find interesting about these is you can always tell what people are the most into. Yeah, you really like can. their Star Wars. Yeah. You can always tell what type of fan they are when it comes to the type of fan art or fan content that they make. So, like, you can tell that the, the guys that made the original trilogy parody, they're like two funny dudes that probably love making fun of Star Wars. Like, they just yeah. like making fun of it. Speaking but, of which, that also won Best Comedy. Yes. And the, the middle one, like, costumes and sort of the Shakespearean quality yes. of Star Wars. The, like The poetry. Yeah, the poetry of Star Wars. Very prequel. Like, we like that George Lucas prequel poetry Shakespeare quality. And then, honestly, with Sal's, it's like, they like Jedi and Sith fighting. Like, they like lightsabers and battles. And choreography. And like choreography and the, like, almost like the, the, the punky quality of, like, rogue gray Jedis fighting Sith mm-hmm. in like weird scenarios that aren't really like, like da 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 da. So the, 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 that one only works with this one. Da 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 da. Like it just, I thought it. You can always tell what they love about Star Wars, and that's. Mm-hmm. I think that's really cool when that comes through. What else you got? Well, there's some other categories we got. These were the uh, in, the, in the in the film and the video. They do have a short video format that we. Um, I think the Vader one is in there, and Work More or Less, I believe, is in there, right? Uh, work More or Less is in the short video format. Load it up. Uh, let's see what we buddy, got. Let's see. Let's get there. One second while it's pulling it up. You know what doesn't win a fan award? The navigation systems on this StarWars.com <laughs> mobile site. Uh, let's see here. They've got uh, Filmmaker Select is uh, Ice Cream to Go by... Jordan G and Cody G, when the Empire arrives in your city, you have to be prepared to grab what you need and go. I think we can all figure out what that one's about. And it looks like they use some Black Series figures to do the uh, the short format. That cool. probably has something to do with the uh, the guy in Cloud City that's running with the ice cream maker. 
Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see here. Next up, we've That's got... That's Vader doing the line. Yeah. The winner of the audience award is Vader Misquoted by Jared H. Yeah. One of Darth Vader's most misquoted lines animated. Yeah. That one's great. Um, we've got a best animation, which is Grievous versus Praetorians. I saw that. So, it's, it's like a stop motion thing with like yeah. a, a Grievous versus the Praetorian guards. It's pretty cool. Um, and then that one, let's see here, also won best choreography. Um, There's and Work then More or Less. Here we've got our buddy Work More or Less, Jason Y. This one's called Simple Tricks and Nonsense. The Force is strong in my family, manifesting itself through creativity, imagination, and a love for Star Wars toys. Our submission recreates the nostalgia of vintage toy commercials featuring some of our favorite modern action figures with the voice talent provided by my kids. Yeah, it's great. It's a toy commercial. Yeah, it's like a total like vintage VHS tape. It's funny because I reached out to him because he's going to do some motion graphics yeah. and maybe do some stuff on the show. And I was like, yeah, man, I'm thinking like a vintage toy commercial, maybe this, maybe that. And he goes, oh, like this? And Senator yeah. was like, hey, man, that's, that's, that's awesome. So it's always funny. Like, that's a good example of like, one of the things I love about doing this show is we meet a lot of really talented people. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there are different kinds of Star Wars fans everywhere that love different parts of fandom. And that's okay. That's the good thing about fandom. You can love whatever you want. No matter how much we might mock it or joke about it, you should love everything that you love and you should love it passionately because we love what we love passionately. That's the whole point. As long as you don't make people feel bad and everybody's allowed to play in the sandbox, I think everybody's welcome. And what I love about that is like our community, we're finding that there are a lot of people that have the same interests as yeah. us. Like the same things that we love about Star Wars, people out there love. And I think that's really cool. Yeah, no, it's, it's pretty cool. And it's really cool to see friends of ours... Be, who are super creative get recognized, get recognized uh, with these awards it's really cool um, and then we've also got some uh, visual art that's yes. coming up um, let's see here what do we got Let, let's take a look see well one of our buddies won in the photo yes yeah Black Series Look Series Look Series Zay uh, the guy who I Isaiah. stole BLK from I told him I was like hey man I had to steal that BLK abbreviation it's too good <laughs> and he's like I feel you man uh, he was great. It's a it's a picture it's, of it's pretty darling. Him is Rex, and I believe his beautiful little daughter is, is Ray. Ray. Yeah, and they came by Designer Con, and she's adorable. Like she's in that age where like <laughs> everything's loud, too loud. Everything's too loud, and I talk really loud naturally. So like every time I open my mouth, she was like, I was like, I'm sorry. She was like, I want that one. I was like, here, have a Ray pin, and she loved it. Uh, yeah, it's a really cute photo. It's it's Rex and baby Ray family portrait. This dude photographs. He's pretty talented. Yeah, like it's it's pretty great. Dude's um, got. Although I'm gonna tell you right now, Blook Series A. What cracks me up about you is you're always using that the aerosol. Yes. The, but like, even if it's a picture that doesn't need it, he's like, <laughs> it's like he could be shooting like uh, like R two D two, like I don't know, swimming, and he'd be like. He put some like uh, some weird effect in it. I love it. Well, he had a cool little. Uh, uh, video showing that he did uh, recently. The uh, unboxing with, one. Well, he did like a, a Dengar like video showing how he does his photos and like lit like a smoke thing and then some spray. Yeah, it's awesome. It's super and, cool. Like, yeah, and showed like and then showed the final product of the photo. It's almost it's really like cool. what happens when people are passionate about the product they put out as opposed to what we do. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know, like. <laughs>
Pete, put fog in. No, no. Put atmosphere in for Black Series A. Oh. You're welcome, Black Series oh, Z. It's like the Cassie and Andor show Go follow all over again. Black Series Z on Instagram and work more or less and Sal Music. All these amazingly all talented them. artists. All of them. And then, yeah, there's some really cool visual art that's up in there. Um, there's some stuff in there with Ray and, and Kylo. There's a really cool... Um, like Black Series action There's a really poster. cool one. This one won Best in Show. This one's by Trevor W. It's called A Tiny New Hope, and they basically recreated the old... A New Hope poster uh, utilizing the Black Series figures, six-inch figures. That's cool. I feel like I've maybe seen that before a couple of times. I feel like it's sort <sighs> It's hard to say if I've seen this one before. It's hard to say because Black Series did so many with a lot of these toy photographers. Yeah. With, like, little posters and stuff that you so, got at the yeah, conventions. Yeah, I think I've seen this before. Yeah. I'm not saying, like, I mean, the beauty about fan art is like it's all interpretations of someone else's yeah. ip so it's not really like hey you took my idea i don't think that yeah. i'm saying i think i've seen something similar so yeah i think it's this one i've seen and it's really cool and i was wrong he actually used both six inch and three seven five inch <gasps> for the Why perspective sorry for, i don't want to hurt your teacher i'm not bored oh yeah um and then we've got a the best then we've got the audience choice which is called balance by madison t dude this painting's amazing it's, it's a digital art of ray and ben solo slash kylo inspired by the sequel trilogy um it's sort of the backdrop of it is sort of like stained glass window stained glass window but also um towards the finale of rebels um the, the mortis the thing? mortis thing yeah yeah well that's but that's that's inspired by a stained glass window <laughs> so it's a stained glass window <laughs> bear with me guys yeah. hold on a sec pete add another score up to the board for alex please alex is winning two nothing today uh i'm kicking your ass that's okay listen buddy i i bailed you out a lot today it's so true. just roll with it it's true so Okay, let's talk about balance one though a little bit. This one, it's is amazing. Is it is that digital photography, digital art, right? Or does it say best in show? Digital art. Digital art. Okay, mm -hmm. so that's best in show for digital art, and probably best in show. Yeah, this is for the visual art. So awards. I bet it's like best in show, and then they break it down in category. But best in show is this this painting is spectacular. And you know it's weird. Like obviously, right? People are gonna look at this and they're gonna instantly think, uh oh. Kid with the cup, Raylo, right? Yeah. I actually didn't like think like Raylo at all when I saw this, and not like you. That's the beauty about art, right? You can get whatever you want out of it. What I really took from this is really how they represent the light and the dark in the sequel trilogy. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, you know, I mean, upon first look, I I do get a little <laughs> uncomfortable with yourself. Uncomfortable, but on further review and actually taking <laughs> further a further review <laughs> and actually taking a look at it, um, yeah. You I think know? it's great. I think it's pretty artist epic. It's pretty cool. Insanely talented. Um, Again, yeah. what happens when an artist takes their craft seriously? Come on, the set's gonna fall down. Would you just All this atmosphere. Take it easy. <laughs> atmosphere everywhere. Laser burns everywhere, man. <laughs> Come on, Pete. Hold on. Do you think Pete can do a lightsaber? Uh, I don't We're gonna know. find out right now. <laughs> Mine's not lighting. <laughs> uh, we'll find out is. if our editor can do that. We'll see. <laughs> uh, next up, we've got best custom costume. We've got an Emphis Nest costume. This thing, this thing looks like it belongs in Bruce Wayne's um, 1989 Batman movie Hall of Armor, where he's got. I don't know if you remember this. Forgive me. I'm I'm older than you. I know. But Michael Keaton once played Batman. Cisco, thank you for having me. Uh, 
1989, Tim Burton directed. Anyways, there's a scene where uh, Vicky Vale and um, someone are walking down this little hall. Anyways, this Emphis Nest costume looks like it belongs in this hall. I can't tell. Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton played Batman. Mr. Mom? No, that's way older than that. Oh, Vulture from Spider-Man. <laughs> yes. Vulture from Spider-Man. Oh, so it's like a Bird superhero. Man. It's a superhero movie like Spider-Man, the 1989 Batman. It's like Spider-Man. It is a superhero, so therefore, yes, I guess it is in the same category of that's being cool. So like Spider-Man. Like the Marvel movies were so cool that they were like, we're going to make a Batman movie. No, no. In 1989, Tim Burton made a Batman superhero movie. The guy who directed Charlie and the Chocolate Factory? Uh, Edward Scissorhands, Beetlejuice, Ed Wood. Um, he's got Dumbo coming out later on <laughs> in 2019. I like that Dumbo. <laughs> yes, yes. He made a Batman movie, which Whoa. then spawned a couple sequels. He made only two. So it's Batman with Vulture. No, okay. it's not. It's it's Batman with Batman. Okay, and this was 1989? 1989. Jack yeah. Nicholson played the Joker. Do you remember a little ditty called The Dark Knight with Heath Ledger? Where Heath Ledger played the Joker and Christian Bale. Is that the one where Batman fights Superman? No. Oh. No, no, no. See, you're like, you're present day. Oh. I'm I'm taking you back like 1989? 20 years. So I was three. Maybe even longer than 20 years. How many years is that? You do math. 1989. We're in 2018. About to be 2019. I will watch this Batman movie you speak of. And I will see if these... Armor that you refer to in his Batcave. Remind you of Emphis Nest. Remind me of this Emphis Nest cosplay okay. that you speak of. So this Emphis Nest cosplay, now that you've brought us back home, Alex Backus, another one up on the board. Three nothing. You brought us back from a tangent. Um, Emphis Nest, this costume looks amazing. They did a rad job. What do you think? It's Yeah, it's rad. Again. Look what, happens. Look what happens when you put a little bit of effort into what you're doing and you have legit props. 800 hours of work. 800, 800 hours. hours of work. It took me six minutes to buy this at Target. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> like a glove. Like a glove, baby. <laughs> keep it going. Keep it going. Anyways, this Emphasis Nest costume won winner best custom costume by Michaela M. Um, it's it's got an electric trooper, tro electro ripper staff, a chest box and belt that all light up. Uh, van braces open and close. Helmet includes working voice changer that runs through the chest box. And again, like I said, eight hundred hours of work. Michaela. Way to knock it out of the park, buddy. Let me get that hat for you. There, let me get that. Thanks, you buddy. You okay under there? No, it's too hot. No? All right. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, and then we got like another one by Mirko M. This one is the best custom diorama. It's of a, uh, I mean, a marshy looking ATAT that's been forgotten on like. Yeah, that thing's rad. It's all swampy and mossy. and. It's like a sculpture or diorama, yeah. I guess. That thing's super cool. Yeah, and we got like a dragon action figure. Balance, Balance one for best digital art yeah. again. This one's awesome. Now, this one is the one that really struck me. And this one again. Before I realized what it was, because I got a little judgy, I saw Ray and Kylo again, I got a little, oh fuck, ow, that really, come on man, you work out every day, would you relax, I'm a little soft, right? 
Stop it. Punch you. you already got three on the board. Make it and one. And now you're punching Make me. Make it one because I hit Steve. Now you're punching me. Buse. Anyways, I got a little... Steve. But uh, now... Give me a fire fist no, when I punch please Steve. Don't. Like, yeah. Please don't. <laughs> <laughs> you know how many editing hours this poor kid is going to sit doing? Can't wait to see that one. I never should have put blasters in the never, one episode. Never. Now, see, Pete? This is where you learn. Be good. But don't be that good. <laughs> Anyways, this one is done by Yukiko K. Uh, this piece was created using a single knife and a single sheet of black paper cut to display a single image without any seams or joints between different pieces. This image is a pivotal scene from The Last Jedi depicting heroine Rey fighting side by side with the villainous Kylo Ren. This thing is amazing. And I love that the image is her hand underneath it. Yes. Her, or his, a, a male or female. I don't know. I think, I think she might be Japanese. It's, it's, it's yeah, it's Ukiko K. Yeah, definitely, uh, definitely a, a name that you know could be male or female. Yeah. I don't want to make the assumption, but uh, the hand underneath it is rad. Yeah. Right. It's super cool. Well, it really like takes it to another level. Where you're like, whoa, this thing almost looks like a, a weird gathering of like carved out feathers or something yeah this is like again you know i mean it's just it's really beautiful looking. and i love the description the the heroine ray and the villainous kylo i yeah. think it's really cool yeah but it's my great. hands hurt looking at it oh no way you know they're savage oh. like they just well your hands hurt looking at like everything like okay. typing on a keyboard makes your little fingers hurt Ew, my little fingers are hurting. Oh, uh, best poster. <laughs> Alex, you bully. <laughs> I'm feeling uh, like we got, I'm we got a Darth Maul tonight. drawing. Yeah, there's some, these, listen, this was really cool. This ended up being way cooler than I could have expected it to be, these fan uh, submissions. Yeah, um, and I don't even know if you necessarily even mean that they're way cooler than you expected. I think they're just so good that we're like, Wow, we forget how talented all of you are. Yeah. Like, it becomes very easy for us to just assume, we all just yell on the internet. Like, no, there's a lot of really amazing, talented people in this community, and keep doing this type of... Yeah. I, do this more than yelling. Yeah, like, this is really... To me, it's not just inspiring, but it, to me, it just goes to show that, like, that's what's important. That art is what's, like, important to the fandom. Um, and that's what we should all keep celebrating and, and trying to build up and, and not knock down. And, and we all need to do a better job of celebrating, you know, these Listen, things. Listen, I'm just as guilty as anyone of, like, oh, bringing yeah. snark to the oh, However... We are kings. But, however, I studied the art of being snarky. So, like, yeah. my joy that I get out of this is having a go at it like that's the joy that and, and i do it with you cisco will tell you i do it with cisco i do it with it's what i love about star wars is that like something so dumb people take so seriously yes. and i like having a rise out of it because i have the same passion right like i wake up every day thinking about episode nine right i wake up every day thinking about man i really want to watch force awakens and the last jedi I feel like watching Star Wars. I'm in a Star Wars mood today, right? And that passion, like you, they always say, make jokes about what you know. That's what I know. I know being a Star Wars sweaty nerd. Mm -hmm. So I'm like going at it. I like going at it with Star Wars sweaty nerds. I think that's fun. 
And I know sometimes I can be crass and hardcore and a little aggressive on Twitter or whatever. But with all that being said, that's our art form. That's our art form, man. That's that's my journey. That's my path, man. I have a therapist. If you don't have one, I recommend getting one. They're great. I went yesterday. Did you go to therapy yesterday? Heck yeah, buddy. Therapy is good for you. It actually makes your skin thicker while also being able to absorb more feelings from other people. You say things like, when you say that, it makes me feel like the score is tied. I'm gonna still punch the shit out of you. I love you, buddy. I love you. I just want to hug you so hard right now. Please don't. I just love you so much. I love you. So with that being said, may the force be with you. Thanks for checking out the show. And if you liked what you saw, remember to hit subscribe. And if you're listening to us over on iTunes, please give us a five-star review. If you guys want to support the show, you can check out our merchandise shop. Every order that we sell goes right back into helping us make this show. And remember, tell your friends. May the force be with you.